You're listening to the Phillies Nation podcast with Ty Daubert and Johnny Heller on philliesnation.com. What is going on, everybody? This is the Phillies Nation podcast. I am your host, Ty Daubert, here with Johnny Heller. We got a bit of a breaking news episode as the Phillies have signed Andrew Knapp to a contract for next season. There was some worry that maybe he would get non-tendered, maybe they wouldn't bring him back. But thankfully, for all of our sakes, the Phillies are bringing Andrew Knapp back next season on a $710,000 contract. Johnny, what do you have to say about that? One word, bargain. Yeah, seriously. Like, I don't know. You sounded like you're kidding a little bit about it, but that isn't that is not a bad contract. He was projected for eight hundred thousand, so saving ninety thousand can you know put that in a lot of other places. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're they they made the right move, I think. Here, I don't think DV Gurion is ready to be a primary backup in the MLB. And I think that Knapp is probably at that price point the best backup catcher they that they could realistically get. Um, maybe there's some some guys out there, Austin Romine, uh, Russell Martin, people like that. That would be an upgrade over Knapp. But with the moves the Phillies are looking to make this offseason, I don't know if what they're going to make really fits the Phillies' plans. So I think at this. This price point, Nap is a fine backup. Maybe they upgrade and he's the third catcher in the organization and, you know, moves between AAA and the MLB. But I think they made the right move bringing him back in the organization. Yeah, I mean, like you said, there there are other guys who are available at probably like higher price points, maybe 3 or $4 million, I think is where Romine will end up just based on, you know, Jan Gomes got $5 million. AAV, um, Darnell got eight. So I think the the backup catcher market is really uh, pricing a little higher than they may have anticipated. Uh, and, you know, paying Andrew Knapp $700,000 to, you know, as insurance, let's say maybe they maybe they still are planning on, on signing a, another backup catcher. But worst case, you have the guy who was here last year who knows the pitching staff well. Um, he's... He's a pretty solid backstop at this point. Um, not much of a hitter, we know, but uh, with an improved bench, that won't really matter. Hey, Matt, so, Matt Clintax said he liked how he hit the end of the season there. <laughs> okay, well, everyone can go on a run here and there. But I, I think just, you know, they might still end up with... They were, they were linked to Romine earlier this week, so that still might, you know, happen. But... It, worst case, Andrew Knapp's the backup catcher, and that's not as bad as many perceive it to be. It's Backup catchers aren't usually good, and really it doesn't matter if they can hit. What matters is if they can, um, if they know their pitching staff, they can catch them well and aren't a disaster behind the plate. I think, uh, like you said, Grion, kind of a disaster behind the plate at this point. Not ready to be a backup catcher, uh, so... This was really just a no-brainer. Yeah, um, I think Gr- Gron, he's not ready at this point, and I don't know if he'll ever be ready. 
He does not receive the ball very well, and is just not a very good defensive backup right now. And like you said, I think that's the most that's the most important quality in in a backup catcher being able to be solid defensively, which is something that that Nap really is. I think that a lot of these guys on the pitching staff enjoy throwing to him. Maybe you know, maybe they do enjoy pitching to Real Muto uh, more, but. He's also the best defensive catcher in baseball, but I think they're comfortable with Nap. I think they like that he's a switch hitter, and with 26 men now on the roster starting next season, uh, I think that when they don't have to rely on him in such high leverage spots, that his switch hitting abilities uh, in you know less of a pinch hitting role could provide a little more value. Um, there are so many times that he was going in there in big spots against good, <laughs> in good against like good closers, and he was yeah. just doomed from the start. Yeah. But maybe they can pick their spots a little more, and he'll have some more success. Yeah. Um, most importantly, I think this is great for my brand. Uh, I think that's oh yes, most importantly for all of us, Ty Dobbert's brand. Yeah, you know, I've, <laughs> I'm if you're not aware of this, I've become. Um, kind of the nap guy out there. Uh, so I think this is great for me, which is what really matters. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they brought him back. He, he is, I don't know. He's an easy guy to root for if you ignore the fact that, uh, he cannot hit it, but like, he see, he seems like a really fun guy and they, they put him in a bad position a lot of the times, like in a position to not succeed, which is why a lot of people are not fans of Andrew Knapp. Um, but I think I think in less of a prominent hitting role that he could be somebody that the fans will start to like. Yeah, I mean, he needs to bring back the mustache. I think that's probably the most important part um, heading into 2020. Yeah, I would uh, agree. I would agree. But yeah, do you, all right. I do think they'll still, like, even if they don't sign, like, Romine... Or, or who else? Uh, Maldonado. Yeah, Martin. But Well, no, Maldonado's not that good anymore. Uh, Chirinos is the guy I was thinking of. Yeah. You know, one of those guys who's probably going to be three, four, five million dollars a year. If they don't sign one of those guys, I think they'll still probably bring in like a Jonathan Lucroy or a Matt Weeders, at least into spring training. Um, I mean, just to have the veteran guy, I think that's, it makes sense. You know, whatever. And honestly, if they did sign one of the uh, higher tier guys like the Torinos or Martin um, or Romine, there's at least a chance that they carry three catchers next year. Yeah. That's not out of the realm of possibility with the extra roster spot. Um, So Andrew Knapp might not be the backup, but there's a shot that he's still on the roster. I don't know. Yeah, I would agree with that. I I don't think it's extremely likely, but – it wouldn't surprise me if they ran with three catchers. Maybe they don't even do it all year, but they do it at some points yeah. during the year because uh, Nap does have some options left, I do believe. He does. And that's that's the other thing is, like, why would you not pay him this money? Worst case, he's death in AAA. Yeah, he exactly. do a lot worse with $700,000. Exactly. I completely agree. Um, yeah, another thing about Nap is if they do go uh, elsewhere with backup catcher, is that in 2018 he was sent down, and when, uh, that was when they traded for 
Wilson Ramos, and they yeah. used Alfaro as the backup mostly. They had Knapp go to AAA for a little bit, and then they had him try playing like the outfield and third base. I'm interested to see if they go with another backup, if that's something that they they try to do again and try to make him a little more versatile and things yeah. like that. That that would interest me. I don't know <laughs> if that's something that they'll do, but super utility nap could be fun. That would be making a nap Austin Nola 2.0 playing third and yeah, maybe they make him like Brandon Inge or something like that. Yeah, I I don't think they will, but maybe, maybe. that'd be fun. I mean, Carlos Carlos Santana did play third. <laughs> Part of me wishes that the that the Phillies. Uh, converted they they held on to santana and just converted him back to catcher i forgot he was a catcher <laughs> maybe hold on maybe maybe andrew knapp you know good on base skills switch hitter maybe if he wants to become you know a 900 oh, ops stop. guy what are you what are you maybe saying? if knapp <laughs> wants to become an op- a 900 ops guy like santana became he needs a position change like carlos santana did Stop. What? What's the problem? What, what are you saying? Put put Nap at first and he'll he'll start to hit. Yeah. I think I'm mm-hmm. saying that. It worked for okay. Santana. They have similar profiles, you know. Nap doesn't have the power of Santana but has similar on base skills. Maybe maybe that would work. Yeah. Perhaps. There's a world where probably that works. not. There's not really a world where that works, I don't think. Don't know till you but, try. Uh, eh. <laughs> I don't know. So, you you had a stat uh, that you tweeted out about Andrew Knapp yeah, that I think yeah. is very interesting. Uh, we're going to wrap this up pretty soon, but first, we definitely have to get to that. All right, yeah. So, in 2019, Phillies pitchers when Andrew Knapp was the catcher, 420. They had a 4.24 ERA, 763 OPS against, 2.81 strikeouts per walk. Phillies pitchers when Knapp was not catching, 4.61 ERA, 7 or yeah, 7.93 OPS against, 2.48 strikeouts per walk. So, you know, correlation is always causation. Uh, that's the one thing I've learned, and uh, so Andrew Knapp makes Phillies pitchers better, and that's that's that, you know. So, yeah, I, I did Andrew <laughs> Knapp. Did Andrew Knapp catch the uh, Zach Eflin complete complete game early on? He probably probably caught both of them. I think he did. Not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah, or at least one. Of, he caught or Eflin a lot early in the season. Yeah. So when Eflin was good, it was because of two people, Chris Young and, <laughs> and Andrew, Andrew Knapp, and they couldn't get rid. They couldn't get rid of both of them. Yeah. So they, yeah. I guess, they had to bring Andrew Knapp back. Yeah, that's. That's true. Um, before we before we end, I just want to – is there anyone on any other team that you're looking at to maybe be non-tendered today or or um, maybe tendered and traded just because today is the deadline for teams to decide who will be tendered a contract? Is there anyone you're looking at? Um, y- your guy Trinan is somebody to look at, I think. My, my uh, guy. He, yeah, he, he's your guy. You, you brought him up here. Um, that's who I'd be most interested. I think. Other than that, there's a there's a couple guys on the A's that will be interesting. Yeah, yeah people are talking about uh Jackie Bradley Jr. 
But apparently he's being tendered a contract, so that's off the table. Um, yeah, Any, anybody I, else for you? I don't think so. I like usually when 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 guys are being non-tendered, it's because they stink. I mean, sometimes you'll find guys who are are good, but I remember <laughs> two years ago when uh, Billy Hamilton was non-tendered. Everyone wanted him, but it's he was non-tendered because he's not good at baseball. So other than like trying in where it's he's just pricing himself out of where the A's are. I don't know. Yeah, um, like you said, the non-tender. The non-tender deadline is today, Monday. Uh, it's at 8 p.m., I believe. The Phillies have some decisions to make. They will most likely non-tender Cesar Hernandez and Michael Franco, and we will, we'll talk about that on the next episode, which we'll re- we will record on Tuesday night. It'll be up uh, by Wednesday morning, so we'll recap that for you guys. But... This has been the Andrew Knapp edition of the Phillies Nation podcast (laughs) with that news breaking. We're very happy about it. I know Johnny's happy about it. Well, I certainly am. I just, like, Johnny just went on a Twitter crusade for Andrew Knapp. So I don't know. We collectively went on a Twitter crusade because there's no, there was never a reason to non tender him. He's fine. And, like, that's what. Yeah, he's he's great. He's great. Like, Okay, JT Real Muto is going to play. He's going to start 130 games behind the plate anyways. It's just Andrew Knapp is exactly. fine. You don't need, you know, I don't know, the best backup in the world. It'd be great to have, but if the they Phillies do. The Phillies, they already got him. <laughs> if the Phillies are trying to stay <laughs> under the tax, then, like, if they had given Darno like, $8 million, it would have been horrible. Even giving Jan Gomes $5 million, that's not – I don't think that's fiscally responsible – when you ha- already have a guy who's who's gonna be only making seven hundred thousand dollars, it's just you know. So that's all. Yeah, agreed. Here, you're not gonna get any argument. Uh, I'm glad that they made this move, and I th- I think it's smart. They they got a lot more coming, but hopefully this is the first of many smart deals they're about to make. I sure hope so. But yeah, this will this will pretty much be the Andrew Knapp uh, has signed a contract pod. Like I said, we'll have another one for you uh, recorded Tuesday night and up by Wednesday morning uh, for myself, Ty, and for Johnny. Thank you guys for listening. You can listen to the Phillies Nation podcast with Ty Daubert and Johnny Heller every Wednesday on philliesnation.com and all streaming services.